The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hoog. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. So, it's been two weeks. Did we record last week? No, I think it's been two weeks. Like a week and a half, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, we did promise that we would try to do twice a month during the off-season, so we'll hit that this month. Yeah! Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) We hit our quota. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, when when the main park that you talk about on a podcast is closed, you kind of run out of things to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, interesting things, because, I mean, we could talk about, like, how pavement and how long it takes for cement to set, but I don't think that'd be very interesting, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, if you look at the webcams, it looks like there's some new cement by the by Steel Vengeance. Right, right, awesome. for sure. Yeah, no, that is not something we want to do. But uh, <laughs> fear not, we're back this week. We have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Shouldn't yeah. shouldn't really be a super long show, but it'll be a good one nonetheless. The 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 uh, that long show that we did actually had like 200. Uh, I looked at the stats; actually had 200 listeners plus. So, oh, yeah. well, thank you guys. Yeah, definitely. And thank you. A little disclaimer: if you are listening to this podcast not live, you know, like after we've recorded it, uh, go back and watch the Facebook Live part because there are a couple things that we're going to do at the end that are visual only. So if you don't get to watch it, you'll just hear us talk about it, which is fine. But if that's something you actually want to see, go back and skip to the end where we start talking about it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so like we mentioned in the beginning, uh, life moves on during the winter, and construction is moving on very quickly on the boardwalk. And is the Wild Mouse almost done? Did I see that? I'm not like super closely following it. So I've been pretty, well, and I know, Carson, you have too. I've been pretty closely following it. And from what you can see on the webcam, it's like the lift tilt needs to go in, and that's it. So we're getting really, 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 really close to Construction being done, obviously testing isn't going to start anytime soon, but construction construction of the track should be done soon, and Carson has some theories about why they're moving so ridiculously quick, because I feel like they could have gotten this done in, like, April, but... Yeah, it's, well, I mean, obviously you're going to have to have, like, your control system and your computer system, so that'll take probably, like, a month, I'd say, probably to install and figure out what's going on with what but this is this but those are different people than the actual physical yeah yeah so this is this is moving at like rapid like rapid speed like evan and i you know we, we we've been talking a little bit um off air and we're just like you know this coaster i thought this coaster probably would sit almost kind of dormant until probably like i don't know <laughs> march early march and then they start we, like, okay. see, we see how quick it can go up Right, it's 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 a very quick, you know. You just got to pour the concrete slab, put some, you know, put the track pieces together. Very tiny footprint, mm-hmm. nothing crazy or anything, and it'd be done like probably probably about a month um, a month or so, right? Like, but my theory is is, and this is just just a just a, spitballing, right? Just just spitballing, and I'm sharing it with all of you guys. But I honestly kind of maybe think. They're wanting to get all of this done because they've got bigger things. 
right track track work wise i'm thinking that they're wanting to get this done possibly to work on top Doll dragster that's just literally what i'm thinking that is because, an like, interesting theory right because i mean it's a construction company that puts like the, the rides together and if zamperla there's rumor that zamperla might be working on it and if that's the case, obviously they're going to want their crew there. But I don't think Zamperla themselves is actually putting this together. I think they have a, an actual... I'm sure they subcontracted out. Yes. So it's possible that they might be just trying to get all this track work done, everything done. And, then, and just to back this up, I mean, Evan, I told you yesterday that they were working on Sunday and Sunday mm -hmm. afternoon, and they worked until 6 p.m. They've been working on the weekends, too. They're, like, they're, they're working. They're rushing. They're Whether working seven days or... a week. And so if it's for Top Thrill Dragster, or if it's for maybe, who, who knows? Maybe it's a project somewhere else, maybe. Right, right. So but... it's um it's extremely interesting. And definitely watch the webcams and uh, and watch Tony's posts on on, on um, Yeah, he, he posted an update today. On Twitter. Saw. But, but yeah, so, and you can see, it look, I'm sorry, I think it looks freaking phenomenal in that area. It does. Uh, the, the color, I love, sorry, it, really it, it makes me think, like, Nickelodeon, 100%, mm -hmm. like, like, uh, just 100%, okay, but it, well, it's going to look good in that area. <laughs> this isn't even on our show notes, but I really want to quickly mention, did everybody see what Kenny Wood's doing with Cosmic Chaos? Yes, <laughs> I love yes. orange and lime green. Yep. Nickelodeon. Yep. Orange lime greens the the or color scheme to go up, I guess this uh, <laughs> this year but yeah so definitely keep keep an eye on it and we'll definitely you know we'll watch it and we'll keep posting on Facebook even though apparently there's a single person that really doesn't like us doing that <laughs> right is there right, actually sure. have we been getting yelled at yeah we did because oh. yeah. <laughs> we have sure. nothing better to do apparently than post about wild mouse even though that's what our page is about well, yeah i guess they have nothing point. better to do than watch our page huh Literally. i mean they they like the page so i guess we're doing something right yeah <laughs> let's, you know what let's if they're listening let's invite them on the show i want to talk to them <laughs> this is and you know who you are this is your formal invitation come on the show and talk to us why you hate us so much or just hate the park and hate the ride and <laughs> think that we're talking negative about the ride, even though we're like super excited about it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. If you want a really dramatic episode of uh, the rundown and fun, let's, let's get this person on. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, when we'll have to charge for it. <laughs> well, when we're, literally. If you when have we're running out of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And if you have nothing better to do than watch the park webcams, uh, maybe you were keeping an eye on what happened down in my neck of the woods uh, this past week at the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions Expo. Um, that stands for? Yeah, International wow. Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions. Uh, their yearly expo down here in Orlando every year. Um, I didn't go, and if you guys are really curious as to why I didn't go, uh, I feel very strongly about it, but I'm not going to get into it right now. But anyway, um, it's basically the the yearly trade show of everything amusement parks where uh, manufacturers announce new projects, parks make deals, anything that happens in the music industry comes out of the show, be it the guy that sells cotton candy or the people that build the rides. <laughs> everything is there. Yeah. Um, and something that we normally see is when a ride is announced for the next year, they unveil the lead car at IAPA. Um, mm -hmm. 
and we saw the was it the cheese car was unveiled it was the cheese car the cheese car yeah. and we saw a nice little picture of Tony Clark uh, sitting right there in the front <laughs> not gonna <laughs> looks lie so looks very I'd, I'd be happy too very it? jealous <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a block of cheese yeah, yeah. looks cool. Uh, real talk though, I think it is super cool and very awesome that the cars are ADA friendly. Um, yeah, I think that that is really cool that they are being inclusive like that. I mean, that's that's awesome. So well, that's also going to speed up the ops too. Like, I mean, if you if you you know you know if all the cars are just like that, you just open that door and just boop, you know. Yeah, I mean, even non ADA reasons, it's it's going to be super quick. Unload, load. So I think it was around like sixteen. No, I think it was like eight hundred people, eight hundred people per hour or so. A wild mouse, six to eight hundred people per hour. Yeah, so wild mouse coasters it. usually don't have the best capacity, but from what I read, it didn't sound terrible. No, yeah, yeah. I mean it's probably gonna be better than Maverick. So, <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're saying in they're saying in the chat they're like uh, hopefully there's gonna be like fast lane for it. <laughs> I you oh, know this what is gonna be fast lane like super plus. There is right. No way that this coaster does not open with some kind of fast lane option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely gonna be some fast lane. So if you oh, if man. you spent the thousand dollars for your all season fast lane, you can sleep easy at night. Which well, I well, just a little bit about this coaster. It's cool that the you, your your ride isn't a hundred percent always going to be the same. It just depends on how many how many friends you have. Mm-hmm. Um, with you in each of those cars, because well, I mean, you don't you have any spin friends. You, you, uh, you get a really spinny ride, right? Uh, Kyle, you want to ride with me, and we'll get, we'll go get some uh, we'll go get some big guys, and yeah, have a... <laughs> yeah, rides like that live or I die based like on the balance it out. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, true, the true. weight distribution on those things is everything. You know, if you guys should yeah. sit on one end, like next to each other, and then skip a seat, and I'll sit on the other. Well, you you're the fun. mechanical, you know, engineer kind of guy, so. Maybe you can yeah. figure out the, you know, the perfect the weight. Like, You'd be like, all right, well, what do you guys' weight? You can figure this out. In this seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the same kind of idea uh, ideas like Tumbili or those like SNS forty free flies. Yes. Where, oh my gosh. Or yes. like or like oh. or like slingshot. You know, if you're not balanced right, you flip a lot. But if you're pretty well balanced, it's kind of a tame ride. So yeah. I guess if you're worried about like spinning too much and getting motion sickness, try to balance out the weight because you probably won't spin as much. Right, right, for sure. But no, I, I think the uh, progress is coming along really good. It's super cool that we saw the um, train unveilings. I know we saw some other train unveilings too. Yeah, since we're talking there about was it, a lot of them. So um, in the Cedar Fair realm, mm-hmm. there was um, Zambezi Zinger, which, which I'm looking at. I think wins the entire trade show for car design. That was super that was cool. think that one. I think that so. was just out of the blue, out of I'm left really field. I wasn't expecting a whole movie. lot with that. Yeah. I'm really excited to see these new GCI trains actually in action, and they look really cool. Are these it's, any are these any different than Millennium Flyers? They're similar to Millennium Flyers, but they're like Millennium Flyer 2.0. Okay. Hey, hey, Evan, do you do you want to describe what the trains kind of look like? So, so they look like you like, kind like of a, paint a picture. I guess the so obviously the theme that they're going for, being that this is in the African section of the park, is like off road jeep type thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, the lead car has like kind of a leopard print type type thing, and it, it's um, has a uh, it says Safari One on it. So I'm going to guess instead of saying Train One, it's like I don't know, kind of cheesy, but it's it's cute. 
and um i don't know the seats just look super comfy and the lap bars look awesome and and roomy uh, it looks like a jeep and it says mb zinger on it and it's got like leopard print it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah looks really uh, uh i think it looks great and then not in the cedar fair world but we have to talk about it is the wildcats revenge car from hershey mm-hmm. yeah that i see i think that one wins that looks awesome with the like well wildcat whichever type of wildcat you want it to be just like bursting out of the the front of the train that looks super cool I'm yeah, really excited to see these in person. They're yeah. definitely putting. It looks like they're the manufacturers and also parks seem to be putting a lot more money into just putting more theming and more whatever st- stuff that you can put on there and make the making trains things look cool instead of the cheap, really cool. You know, the cheap like plastic Batman ride. Mm-hmm. ultimate the ride goliath thing right <laughs> right and i think that's great i think it gives the ride more of a personality mm-hmm. and it, it, it also jumps right in to theming like you could really have like honestly i think about like theming and if you really don't have a whole lot of theming around your ride but you've got a really like kick butt like coaster car and, that's yeah. just gonna like make me think exactly what they're trying to make me think that i'm on like a safari so and then uh yeah. pipeline the surf coaster yeah. Oh my field. gosh. It looks like a giant I'm, surfboard. And it's like it's super it's way more open than I expected it it's to be. It's huge too. It is massive. Yeah. I also yeah. feel like those trains probably are gonna weigh a lot and the ride might be a little slow because of it, but it's fine. I don't know. Every time I go to SeaWorld, they have more of that ride built. I mean they're they're cranking along. Yeah, they're really thing. moving quick. They're probably they trying to get they're not they're not trying to be like a you know, a park that has six flags and um likes to open, open in them like August. Right. Well, they're also trying not to be themselves from 2020 and 2020. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're probably trying to get it done. I would think maybe Kyle, I don't know. You could attest to this, but maybe, maybe by spring break, late spring break. Yeah. So they, they are claiming an open in early spring. So to me, that says like April. Perfect. Yeah. But it's, I tell you, it's coming along. We were over there on Saturday. Um, Friendly Neighborhood Announcer, or no, it was Sunday. Was it Sunday? I don't know. One of the days this weekend, uh, Friendly Neighborhood Announcer Justin was in town, because it seems like he's in my town more than his. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He was so, also in, like, NYC randomly, recently. Yeah. So right. he, he came over, and we did Universal for, like, half a day, and then we went over and did Mako at SeaWorld, and then left. Um, and from the last time I had been to SeaWorld, like, two weeks ago, they've added, like, another 200 feet of track, so they're just wow. plugging away at that thing. Yeah, and it's not as that's just like Wild Mouse. It's not a super long ride, so it's not. And plus, it's kind of low to the ground per se, and it's not you know like you don't have to get like a so two hundred foot crane or have to get multiple cranes and stuff. So pretty much just follow the line. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited. And spinning it back to Cedar Fair, I'm really excited to see how successful this is because I really think this is something Cedar Fair should look at for some of their parks. Right. Seeing that train, I'm like, mm, Rougarou can't go back to that. <laughs> it's got to be, I think, a brand new, uh, I think it's got to be a brand new coaster. <laughs> I, I mean, was, they don't need the capacity, so. I was surprised to see that we didn't see anything. I mean, I know Zamparello is pretty tied up, but we didn't see anything for Kings Island's new section. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I, like, no, I, I know, I know we'll Mr. be able to get some updates because uh, uh, Winterfest starts in four days so yeah you yeah. know Winterfest starts in four days and I added this to the rundown after we started recording but Winterfest tickets are on sale for like $20 right now oh yeah, that's a good deal a really good, 
good wow yeah i don't know how long that's gonna last but they're on sale that's a good deal so you could almost if if you want like a crazy christmas gift idea you could gift those tickets to somebody and then you guys could go to winterfest like right after christmas so the offer ends the 24th i don't know if that means you have through the 24th which is thanksgiving or what but that's a wow i I would say buy it by the end of wednesday (laughs) yeah that's a good little plug good stuff yeah, I, I saw that. Today. Yeah, I saw that earlier today, and then someone actually, because I'm monitoring the uh, live comments, and mm-hmm. s- someone actually uh, let us know that it's happening. Cool. Thank you, person. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, things definitely seem to be going pretty well for Cedar Fair. Um, yeah. Somewhere that can't say the same is the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> <laughs> now we should say we're not a C- we're we're a Cedar Fair podcast, but like we have to talk about. This is like this the is biggest and new. well. This is huge because you got to think that it's going to change like a, this is a lot of change the amusement. It could change the amusement yeah. industry. I mean, yeah, and that, that affects you know Cedar Point and all the you know Cedar Fair parks. I mean, it, it, it's a big deal. So, yeah. so Kyle, you're a resident Disney person. So talk yeah, us through this. you know, it is my hometown park. You know, tonight as we record at eight forty-two, if I uh, looked out my window in eighteen minutes, I could watch Epcot fireworks. So, um, <laughs> maybe we can just, uh, point your webcam over there and we can, uh, all watch the fireworks. <laughs> yeah. If not, I'm, I'm burning a candle over here so we can look at that too. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. So, uh, <laughs> late last night it came out that, um, current CEO, Bob Chapek, uh, resigned or stepped down and that, um, former CEO, uh, Robert Iger, Bob Iger is, uh, reprising his role, if you care to say so at, uh, Disney as the CEO. Um, he was the CEO for 15 years from 2005 to th- 2020. And he has been with the Disney company for uh, over 40 years. Wow. Didn't um, he, uh, wasn't he after Eisner? He was. He was directly after I, uh, Eisner. Um, during his uh, previous tenure, he acquired properties like uh, Lucasfilm, Pixar, 21st Century Fox. So he's kind of been the acquisitions Marvel. guy. Yeah, Marvel. Okay, forget about mm. that. Um, mm-hmm. he, he made the company a lot of money when he was in charge. And um, something that some Disney CEOs do but others don't is he still put quite a bit of effort into the creative side of things. And he has already said that he wants to kind of re um, reposition the company as of currently at, from going to a not-so-creative thing to more of a creative standpoint, which is what they're known for. So I, I think that's really cool. Um, before we talk about this some more, we, we should say some things about, um, Bob Iger. I wasn't a huge fan of him, but I will be the first to give credit where credit is due. He maneuvered Disney through unprecedented times through COVID and the whole revenge travel movement and everything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. so while I don't think he did great, he, he was a very important part for you're talking about Iger or uh, JPEG okay you said Iger before I was like wait sorry yeah so JPEG came in in February of 2020 it's like right before the pandemic um yeah and he kind of maneuvered them through COVID and and the park reopenings and um I like to call it revenge travel where everybody is you know was cooped up inside and Mm -hmm. they want to take vacations again we saw that with Cedar Point yeah so while not my favorite CEO credit where credit is due always um, I'm sure that was extremely challenging, and I'm sure there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes that yeah. you know we'll never yeah. know. And 
but yeah, so. So um, Bob Iger has agreed to come back for a probationary term of two years while the company um, searches for a new CEO. Because Iger, I mean, he's been with the company forever and he is a familiar face. And by all accounts, he did wonderful things for the company and the theme parks alike. Uh, he, he is he is old. He is in his early seventies, and he's not getting oh, any wow. younger. Um, mm-hmm. so kind of while they're searching for like that perfect fit CEO, uh, he's going to come in and kind of run things again. Um, he got brought kinda back right in, the ship kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of right the ship. So previously during his CEO tenure, his base salary was forty seven and a half million dollars, and. Oh. That is not including bonuses. That is not including stock options. That is just base salary. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back, he agreed to do this job for $1 million a year with the caveat that all of that extra money from his salary and the money that he's going to be saving the parks gets redirected back into the company to give all of the cast members a living wage, which I think oh is really cool. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Uh, um, That's he, great. He's giving up, you know, like, $46 million to make sure that the cast members have a living wage. I think that's, that's really so cool. awesome. Yeah. So you put in your application and you're going for uh, the CEO job or <laughs> yeah, you know, in, in two years it, it might be time. Yeah. We'll right? see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he started back at headquarters in Burbank uh, today and um you know, I'm a little more wrapped up in this because I do live here, and, and it's all that my Twitter timeline is. But everyone is very excited to see him back. Uh, yeah. He d- he did some great things for the parks. Everything that he did was kind of uh, IP based, but mm-hmm. I mean, still, he he did some awesome things for the theme parks. I and, mean, the stock was up like six bucks today. So <laughs> yeah, um, I don't I think there is a more loyal fan base out there than the Disney Parks fan base. It is not cheap to come to these parks. And yeah. some of their biggest fans do it year after year. And I think they have been one of the most hurt fan bases because of the way that Ch- Bob Chapek was running these parks. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see any immediate changes. But, I mean, I, I think we will see changes in the park. He already came out and said that he is going to be running things from a creative point of view because that is what they're known for. Um, so that's cool. Um, so when you say creative point of view, you're saying creative point of view as opposed to what was Chapek's point of view? Chapek's point of view was a, we have these parks, they're already here. People are going to pay to come to them, whether we upkeep them or add new things or not. Okay. Um, so is that why, can that explain why Tron has just been five year um, project? Yes and no. Uh, there's That's some Disney other, just being slow. Yeah, there's some other things going on there, but more so uh, like nickel and diming people. So like the fast pass system, which you always used to hear about, was free. Um, mm-hmm. now, now it's Genie Plus, now Lightning it's Lane, Genie Plus, and uh, today for the first week of you know first day of Thanksgiving week, one of the busiest weeks of the year, it's twenty nine dollars a day. Um, and but also I've heard it's like super complicated and super yeah. in depth of like trying to figure everything out, and it shouldn't. And that, be that seems way. like that's something that has only happened since Chapek has been in. So maybe that's something Iger is going to kind yeah, of reel and, that in. And yeah. granted, a lot of the policies that are still here that people don't like are kind of a result of COVID that haven't really gone away yet. Park um, reservations, park reservations, stuff like that. Um, 
but the the app is very confusing to use. I, I used to know how to use that app so well because we, we came down yeah. here every year. And you know, I moved here in July, and it took me like a month to relearn everything. And that's yeah. even with knowing like how tech works. Having prior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, aside from the fact I'm a broke college student, just <laughs> hearing about how complicated it is to go to Disney and yep. get to ride everything you want to ride. I mean, we've heard it talked about, you know, you can go to Disney and not get on Rise of the mm-hmm. Resistance. You could go to Disney and not get on Guardians. And it's just like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go while that's And it's like the ticket is like $200, wanna, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to, if I want to buy the fast lane, I want to be able to buy the fast lane and go ride the ride when I want to ride the mm-hmm. ride and not have to, oh, I got to get up at 7 a.m. and get this reservation. But I actually have to still be up till midnight so I can make sure I have the ability to get the reservation. Mm-hmm. And right. this, the, the, what? Yeah. Like, so that's not disney yeah i definitely think we'll be we'll see some more streamlined process in there because it is not a relaxing vacation it's very no. stressful um before i go any farther i'm i'm kind of looking over my notes that i have written down um this morning uh disney gained the the stock valuation gained 12 billion dollars in value from when this announcement was made to when the, the uh trading opened this morning yep. and shares jumped over 10 percent Yep. <laughs> JPEG sitting at home like, dang. Yeah. Oh, and I guess I should say um, he took a $25 million severance package. That is what the uh, board of directors paid him to quietly leave. Hmm. Well, there you go. Hmm. Interesting. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully he doesn't become the next uh, CEO of uh, Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Salim out, JPEG in. I think yeah. a lot of it, too, is people are just. The, the the current Disney product that is being given to, to fans is not the Disney product that people know. And mm. Iger is a familiar face who has been with the company for over 40 years and knows how to run the company, not just the parks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think it's a lot of like, <sighs> we can breathe yeah. again. We're alive. Not to be cliche, but bring the magic back. Exactly. Because it was right. definitely gone. <laughs> Yeah, so sure. I'm definitely interested to see how this all plays out. Um, one of the biggest things I think we'll see is annual pass sales returning. Um, right now, unless you are a Florida resident, you cannot buy an annual pass. And even if you are a Florida resident, you have to buy the lowest tier, which is blocked out on the weekends. You can only go Monday through Friday. And apparently this week, too. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Peak periods. So weekends, Thanksgiving, Christmas, spring break. So they give you like, hey, you could go this Saturday at least. Like, there's a couple Saturdays here and there. It is. No. It is all Monday through Friday. Mm. Jesus, that sucks. Um, last <laughs> week we saw annual pass prices, like the pricing structure return, but they weren't going on sale yet. But then, like two days ago, Disneyland started selling theirs, and the whole reason that uh, Disney World stopped was because Disneyland was getting sued because of oh. their uh, park reservation system because people were buying passes and then trying to go and they were all sold out so they couldn't mm-hmm. um but now that disneyland selling them again i i bet we'll see that change pretty quick i almost wonder if disneyland putting them on sale a couple days ago might have been an accident like oh Iger's coming back oh we weren't supposed to say that <laughs> <laughs> you know it might have been i wouldn't put it past them i did i did read something i don't know how official this is but i did read something that they did start talking probably like two or three days before the announcement that to get him out kind of thing so mm-hmm. that m- maybe i don't know mm-hmm. So it wow. is uh, interesting times at the Walt Disney Company, for sure. And, you know, I, I'll be watching really closely, so you two will always be informed of, of what's going on. 
oh, uh, we yeah. might we might talk about this again. We might not, but I'm I'm very optimistic for the future of the parks. Well, now it seems more likely I'll be able to like financially and mentally be able to handle going there. So oh, yeah. maybe we'll have a, a trip report <laughs> sooner <Yeah>. than me. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. trip reports, you yeah, went right? to Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Yes, I did. Which was actually not this past weekend; it was the weekend before. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a while. That was that was it my was bad. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks ago was our last recording, Man, and then, been, so I went the following weekend. I have been busy, but just <laughs> <all good. laughs> so what is that? I was at I was at Bush Gardens the twelfth, and we are recording here on the twenty first. So, anywho, so yeah, when we last talked, um, there was worry that I was going to get screwed by Hurricane Nicole. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, that was that nothing, did, man. It was just a rainstorm. Well, so I drove. We left Friday afternoon. I drove what should be um, an eight-hour drive. It turned into a ten-hour drive because the rain was that bad through like southern Ohio, well, eastern Ohio, and like all of Pennsylvania. It was horrible. The fog. Oh, going through those like, mountains and everything with that rain. We, oh, we came God. through a tunnel on the uh, Pennsylvania Turnpike, and it was like you couldn't see thirty feet ahead of you. Wow, it was not a pleasant drive. I was Crazy. so stressed the entire time. I've driven that in like the snow and the fog and oh, rain, yeah. and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. and not to mention it was like forty degrees out. But yeah. then, but then we get to we get into like Virginia. It clears up. We're watching the temperature, like the outside temperature of display in the car. It's just climbing and climbing and climbing. We get to Fredericksburg, Virginia. That was our first stop. There's a little FEC there called um, Funland of Fredericksburg. Yeah, that is, has, I'm not going to cut you off, but that is Clint Novak's FEC. You know who Clint Novak is? Yeah, I found that out. Yes. Okay. I, I know of him. I found that out during IAPA week because I saw. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't even realize that when you sent I, those pictures. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he's the I general manager there. Him, I saw him post on the Funland of Fredericksburg page on Facebook, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're buying this new ride. I was like, wait a minute. I was literally just there. <laughs> um, so they right now, they only have one of those um, SBF Visa um, at Twist and Shout. Is that the model name? The little figure eight spinning coaster that's at like scene 75 in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, so didn't know that was ever there. So I had to get my credit. So we stopped there. It was like 75 degrees out. Granted, this is an indoor park, but it was like, oh, my God. This is awesome. Um, so we stopped there, had some dinner, and then continued on to Williamsburg so that Saturday we could go to Bush Gardens for Christmas Town, but not really. It was Christmas Town preview, but I do think they were pretty much ready. Um, and it was a beautiful, sunny, 75 degree day in the middle of November. And um, Kyle, you already could pretty much, you know, we, we, we talked through Bush mm-hmm. Gardens pretty at length, but. I got to talk about two things. One, in the Christmas Town thing. So I don't really like, I like the Winterfest. I love, I like Christmas lights, but it's not like I don't bend over backwards to go see them. And I'm not, I'm not usually like super crazy impressed by them. Mm-hmm. And Bush Gardens was kind of less is more with their lights. Like Kings mm-hmm. Island kind of, kind of really beats them. And that's the only other winter event I've done. Well, Carson, you and I did taste of the season. Carson, remember how the lights were at Carowinds that year? It was like, eh, this is kind of like not a lot of lights. Yeah, they whatever. were like, oh, there's cool lights that are hanging yeah. out the trees. That's and... kind of how Bush Gardens was, except okay. 
if you're familiar with the ride, um, Escape from Pompeii. They have they just blanket that ride, and I'm sure there's pictures like crazy on the internet of that's this. their um water flume, right? Like the shoot yeah. shoots. Okay. Yes. Love that ride. But so obviously it's closed at this time of year, even though it was warm enough to ride it. <laughs> um and they just blanket it in like really bright, um, like crystal white lights. It is oh. like it is I can't even put it into words. It's it's breathtaking coming around that corner and seeing that and they have super loud just but it like impactful music playing it's like holy crap like it is just like it's all you see when you pull in the parking lot is like the outline of coasters and then this bright thing coming from the middle of the park it is wow. great i mean i that's sent cool. you guys the pictures and that doesn't even do it justice that might be a really little cool. tower kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah but kind of thing it's just like holy crap that's cool but, yeah, so that was like the highlight of the lights. Didn't we? Didn't like we don't, we're not show people, so we didn't do that. Yeah. Um, and being that it's a Christmas event, it, they were open two to eight, two to ten. But being that it's a Christmas event and it's a Saturday, there's um, kind of it's kind of a, a quick day. Was with, it busy? Yes, that was what I was just about to say. When you when it's a quick day and there's not a whole lot of rides open, anyways. Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of time waiting yeah. in line for rides. When I went, it was <laughs> it was not more than a one train wait for anything. Yeah, so everything had it's like two or two trains running. Um, That's good, but it was only Apollo's Chariot, Verbolton, Invader, and Pantheon. Um, so everything had like over an hour wait <laughs> most of the day, except Apollo's Chariot was like. And that was your minutes. that was your first time riding Pantheon, Ooh. right? First time riding Pantheon. Far from my first time being there, though. No, yeah. Um, so, anyways, we've talked about Apollo and Verbolton and all that fun rides. Pantheon, oh my god, it, it is Kyle, very good. When you when you said that you were excited to hear what I had to say about it because because you know you were pretty blown away by it. I've ridden almost four hundred coasters now. Nerd. It is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that was my like 370th credit or something. You could walk around Iapple with your little necklace and say, I've ridden yeah. the coasters. Yeah. I'll get a, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but you liked it. Um, you loved it. I. It is rare at this point in my life that I come off a coaster just jaw dropped. And that's what Pantheon did to me. The whole, the whole backwards sequence with the air, like the crazy ejector airtime going backwards and then the yeah. Blown away, like that mm-hmm. is a top ten coaster, maybe top five. That backwards wow. airtime, so is, that backwards airtime is such a weird sensation, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so and of course, our first ride was at night in the front seat. So okay, I mean, we had the perfect experience. Uh, it sounds like I need to get there because you guys yeah. are making me jealous. Yes, I'll like, go back. Buy a pass. <laughs> um, don't let me don't let me lead the way because my biggest takeaway from that park is it is confusing as hell. But uh, yeah, it I, is very confusing. I know that park <laughs> very well now. I okay. could be your tour guide. Um, okay. And my my eyes only ha- I only have direction for Pantheon at this point. <laughs> I could spend my whole day in Italy. You're like, what's that coach? Like, Pantheon. no Pantheon. Pantheon. What's that? No Pantheon. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't listening I, uh, super closely to your list of open rides, but was Alpengeist on that list? No, okay. um, it was oh. of the big rides. It was Mock Tower, the Drop Tower. Mock Tower. I thought that was closed. Yeah, they just decided to randomly open it, even though the big rumor is it's going to get torn out here in like a week. Okay, cool. Continue. Yeah, 
random. Though I didn't ride it because I hate that ride. I love drop towers, but it's like the worst. Okay, it is so um, freaking slow going up the digum thing, and it's just there, so claustrophobic. You're sitting there literally yeah. like this. It's yep, terrible. Yep. I don't know um, why they decided to have that manufacturer build that drop tower, but yeah, there's another rant for another day. But yeah, yeah, terrible. Um, and then their version of Skyhawk called Finnegan's Flyer, which is super cool because it goes over the river, so it seems yeah. like you're way higher. Than that was under construction last time I was there. Okay. Um, and then coaster-wise, it was the Grover's Alpine Express, the family coaster. Yeah. Apollo's Chariot, Pantheon, Invader, and Verbolton. Okay. So there was no Griffin, no Tempesto, and no Alpengeist. Wow. Which well, I was sad about because I really like those rides. I was just interested because I gave the though. really glowing review of Alpen Guys of how smooth it was. I'm just yeah. I'm wondering if I had I a it, super good day. I've always hated that ride, but I rode it. Last I mean, I've ridden summer, it and it was smooth, it, but it was the break, the mid course break run literally stops you. It yeah. stopped you. It didn't and do we that for like, me. What the heck? Like, why, why do we stop? Yeah, it's and it was it ride. was a normal thing. Like I was like, well, maybe there was an issue. No, it was normal. It was like stop and then slow roll through the rest of that mid that mm-hmm. that course. And you're like, what in the heck? So, I've ridden that ride probably ten times in my life, and only the very last time I rode it, which was last summer, I actually was like, hey, that's a really good ride. <laughs> so yeah. maybe it's on the upswing. So um, is Pantheon going to be open for all of their like Christmas Town? It's at least open through Christmas Town. I don't think they're year round anymore. They're so not. I'm gonna- so I'm going to assume it'll just close in January with the rest of the park and then reopen in March. All right, so we got to get Karsten on it before the end of the year. <laughs> I'll go back. No, I won't. It's so expensive to go there. I have we, the pass now. I'm good. I actually, really weird story, but like, was it two years ago that that, that ride was built that I said I was there last? last? I bought one of, those, one, of those ta- one of those season pass things, and cars. I've been having it having it renew every single month so i've got a season pass of that park <laughs> you're just throwing money to sea world and you don't even whatever <laughs> yeah that's yeah i actually uh, don't oh, think that. my pass includes that park so if we end up going back i'll have to upgrade it yeah and it's let's do it if you buy a day ticket it's like a hundred dollars i mean i want to go to carowinds because i want to ride fury but i don't know about the one train op that i heard that's happening at well and Winter gardens Fest. is like five hours away it's not true. That it's close. not horrible, but it's yeah, it's a little bit of a drive. But um, we'll I don't, but moral of the story, Pantheon is top ten easily. Ah, that's awesome. Maybe top five. It is. Yeah, and then so then fun little. I don't think anybody outside. I, I don't know. I only heard of this park like two years ago. Um, there's a park in Maryland near Frederick, Maryland, named Adventure Park USA. I've heard open, of it. It's it's yes. a, it looks like uh, your run of the mill like arcade go kart type place. They have like a couple flat rides, and then they randomly just have a giant ripcord type ride, and then a kitty coaster, a weird Zamperla traveling coaster that I can't even explain to you. It's it was fun, um, and then they have not quite the same ride, but a. Very, 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 very similar ride to the old Wildcat that was at Cedar Point until 2012 or 2011 or whatever. Mm. So it was super fun to ride that again. We Sounds stopped like there. Fun we spot. There. Kinda, yeah. If, if so fun, fun spot, spot that still hasn't in... opened their RMC, or maybe they just finally opened their RMC. Uh, I think that's <laughs> no, the not next the one year in Georgia. Thing. Yeah, um, the fun spot. If you traded the fun spot in Orlando 
they took their two coasters and put the two coasters Adventure Park has, I would say they're the same park. So um, did, you, did you ride the uh, Wildcat clone? Yes. So we we rode both both all three of their coasters actually. We even rode their kitty coaster, and that was an embarrassing experience. How small that! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised the ride ran with us in it, being that it was That's just funny. two adults on a kitty coaster. No. Um, yeah, we rode it. It was by this time winter had come. It was like 42 degrees out. We got there at like one o'clock, and they had just came over the loudspeaker and they're like, "Oh." Adventure Park USA will be closing at 2 o'clock due to weather. So we got, we rode our coasters real quick. They were open. It was like 40 degrees out. And yeah, we were on our way. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was really fun. It even had that really hard stop at the end like Wildcat did. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the hard stop. Yes. They didn't have the ride up standing there going like this as you pull into the brakes. I always remember that about Wildcat. <laughs> Like, yeah. They're like, brace, brace. Yeah, but they did like, tell us what? to this. Pack. I don't know. What What am I supposed to, huh? Yeah. Brace with, how am I supposed to brace? Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun to ride that again. It was super smooth and fun. And and the Zamparillo ride, you'd have to look it up. It's called Wild West Express. Very strange. I'll take your word it for fun. it. Hmm. So, cool. It sounds That's like you had a great pretty little successful weekend. trip. Sounds Sounds fun really nice all right that so sounds great um, next up we have the calendar all right carson you kind of want to talk about that since you're that's your brainchild yeah so <laughs> we finally got some and kyle you're gonna go through the pictures right yes yeah, so i would like to yeah, preface the visual part we were talking about yeah i would like to preface this by telling you two um you're not gonna be able to see this unless you actually get on facebook and watch the live stream Everybody else watching is going to be good, yep. but I'm just going to go ahead and uh, switch to the calendar. Uh, this is going to show you guys all of the pictures that we took or uh, the pictures that we picked that uh, our listeners sent in. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a 2023 calendar and you're looking for, um, I guess, thoughts and images and thinking of warm summer and everything <laughs> then you can go over Except to two of the pictures two of the pictures are not warm summer <laughs> well yeah i mean it it fits it though i mean if mm. if december i don't want to look at you know or january i don't want to look at a coaster that's like running i want to see like the coasters yeah. in the snow or in the ice and you know so we've definitely we've got um a bunch of coasters that um uh you, you know we've got magnum and we've also got um, Steel Vengeance. We've also got Raptor and Blue Street. Magnum, Rubaru. Mag- yep. And I'm we also have Churro. Churro, um, our friendly <laughs> uh, little fuzzy, fuzzy little uh, alpaca. Uh, we were able to get a picture. The handler held the held the um, held Churro, and we were able to take a picture. And Millennium Force is actually in the background, which is really cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so if you're looking for a calendar. Uh, definitely appreciate it. It goes to help um, pay the bills uh, for the we'll domain. Get a new microphone. Yeah, getting a new microphone, things like that. Um, they're seventeen fifty um, plus shipping. So if you want to add, uh, if you want to have more additional calendars, um, it's an ad- it's an extra um, four dollars for whatever calendar you want. So you can get, I think it's like seven seven ninety nine for FedEx shipping. Is uh, unfortunately that's a, that's the cheapest one. But then if you want to order multiples, then you can have an extra. Four so you can order. So you can order one for the base price, and then each additional one is only four bucks. Right. Well, 
the calendar is the same price of seventeen fifty, but the shipping drops down to an extra four dollars for the in okay. each individual so you calendar. Can save on shipping if you buy right. More. If you want to buy more, you can save on shipping, which is uh, I've I we almost take a loss on that, but people seem to really like it, so that I, I keep it around. So we don't make a whole lot of it. Just to keep the uh, the lights on, definitely doesn't pay the CP rundown credit card bill that Kyle likes to rack up. But you know, <laughs> um, that's, that's how Kyle moved actually. It's but yeah, any, if anybody you know, cprundown.com/store, and you can see every picture. You can see the month and kind of like what the calendar is. Um, since Cedar Point was able to announce, and also Kings Island announced their opening days, and uh, Churro, we found out Churro's birthday. Those are all actually in the calendar. <laughs> So uh, it's kind of cool to little placeholders. So um, yeah. I know before the and show offline, we talked about we are going to do something special for those who are listening. Is that still happening? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you are listening to this um, right now, right now, or obviously when it's um, no, right now, let's give it. <laughs> no, let's give it like right now. let's give it like forty eight hours from. We'll now. give it a week. Like, a week. Okay. We'll give it a week. We'll give it a week. Well, uh, we do, if you are listening, yeah, if you are listening fine. to this. Message the CP Rundown uh, Facebook page, and we will send you a specific code and link to save a dollar. That's our way of saying yeah. thank you for listening to the podcast. It's a box, and, <laughs> and yeah, so you so can if save you, save a dollar on. If you message our account by next Monday, November twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, by nine fifteen p.m., you can save a dollar on your calendar. Yep, it'll be sixteen fifty, and then obviously the seven dollars for shipping, and everything like that. So, or seven ninety nine for shipping. Sorry. Yeah, it's and a then, dollar, but and then uh, but yeah, so we can. Our next visual is uh, something that I kind of put together just because we're kind of growing a little bit of a following, and I love Yeti products. So um, love Yeti. Yes, big big fan. I am going to be putting in an order. I'm going to pull it up here for uh, the rundown on fun Yeti tumblers. This is what they're going to look like. Um, This is go ahead. All like this, 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 this merchandise is like limited edition (laughs) and uh, we've never offered anything from the rundown on fun. So yeah, Kyle, take it away. We are going to put in one order from these. It's not going to be, it's probably going to be next week. We're going to put in one order. Um, they are $35 a piece. That being said, if we get, I think it's over, uh, 10 people that want one that's including us three hosts and a couple other gifts. Uh, we are eligible mm-hmm. for a group rate and the price goes down to like, I think $30. Um, so if you're looking for stocking stuffers or you just really like the podcast or you need an excuse to buy a new Yeti and it's something you are seriously interested in, please message us. Um, you're not obligated. Even if you message us, say you're interested, you are not obligated to buy. It's more so just so we can get a count for how many people would actually want these. Because I think right now we want like five for us three. And us then, three, Justin, Justin's mom. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. If we, I don't know if we were supposed to say that, but um, oh. Mrs. Campbell, if you're listening, uh, we are going to get one of these for you. You will not have to pay anything. It's coming out of our pocket um, because you are our most because loyal supporter. Yes. <laughs> yep. She keeps us in line and makes. She's like, "When's that next episode?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Merry Merry Christmas. Yeah. So, yes. if, and I, can I just say really quick um, for people that don't have the visual that is listening to the podcast, this thing looks freaking sweet. It's got the that's uh, got the rundown on fun uh, logo, and then it's also got the CP rundown um, logo on the other side of it, and it's like a grayish 
and then okay, the, question. the silver is like yes. oh the logos and everything look really really good so are people that buy this going to have the option to change the colors yes we are not locked into that color however that okay. is the color i'm going to get so that's just uh like the preview approved site um i had that mock-up done cool if you if it's not going to be on cp rundown's website um so if you're interested Message us on CP Rundown yes. Facebook. This will be facilitated uh, through us. We are not going to post links or anything. Because uh, like we said, this is going to be a one-time order just so we can all get our hands on some new coffee cups and, and stuff like that. Uh, they are 20-ounce insulated stainless steel tumblers. I use them every day at work, and I absolutely love them. I use Yeti all the time. I've got a Yeti cooler. You've always, obviously got Yeti yep. um, and everything. And it looks like... Uh, Looks like uh, Jill, Justin's mom, is uh, listening. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, Good stuff. All right, and then the last kind of self plug thing we have is uh, we are actually working on a new website. Um, Carson, Not we, well, me, Carson. I know you kind of started looking at this the other day, and then we decided it's something that we want to do. So if you want to bring that up. Yeah, we're looking for um, we're looking um, at, at uh, doing a brand new website. Um, I we want it to be more interactive. I guess you could say we want the podcast kind of built in into it because now I mean that's kind of like you know what we're doing um, and everything. And we're just gonna like step it up a little bit with the graphics and everything. Right now, I put right now finally woo. Um, last night I was finally able to add the podcast to the actual website that's currently available that we've got going on right now. So if you don't want to subscribe on like Apple podcasts or don't want to whatever, or you just go to the website, it's right on the very, very top of the website and you just hit the play button and then it starts playing. And then there's also, there's also a CP rundown.com slash podcast. Um, and then you can look at all of the different episodes on the podcast too. You can download them. You can do whatever you want with them. So this is probably an off air question, but I'm just curious. Do you get the, like, um, does it show you how many people listen to it through that? It does not. Oh. No. Okay. Just no, it does not. Maybe when uh, Kyle is uh, putting in mm-hmm. all of his cool, uh, fancy-looking <laughs> buttons and things yeah. like that, maybe we could possibly put that on. That'd be kind of cool, actually, showing how many visitors or how many people are listening. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, that'd it, be kind of cool. It's definitely possible for us to see it in the back end, um, front end. It's It's probably possible, but yeah. Um, I do work a you know full time job, so this is not something that's going to be done overnight. Um, however, it's something that we decided we want to do, kind of uh, with a new logo and kind of the rebranding and adding the podcast. We just kind of want to refresh the website. And I guess a little bit more in the detail, we're actually probably going to get rid of a lot of the ride pages, um, a lot of the 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 food locations and things like that because. You can go to Cedar Point's website and you can go and they literally have specifically, they have all of the food pages there. They also have all of like the ride and they've got POVs of everything. And it's like, why would you come to our page and just look at that? We want to be more personable and we want to have blogs of like, you know, how to visit the park and when to visit the park and so on and so forth. So we're being more personable um, and not just being a copy and paste of, of the park's website. So. Because back back when we first launched this website, the park didn't have stuff, stuff like that. The, the, I mean, they did to a T, um, but it was very kind of minute. But now it's like really in-depth shows, uh, you know, P- 
POVs and so on and so forth. So yeah, so look forward to it. Awesome. And then the only yeah. other thing um, I wrote down to talk about was the coasterradio.com meetup. Um, I know we haven't talked about this a whole lot, but for those of you who don't, you should definitely go listen to coasterradio.com, the original theme park podcast. Um, Mike and EB yes. do an amazing job over there. Um, it's it's one mm-hmm. of the best, most professionally produced podcasts out there. Um, and it's about theme parks, which we all love. Uh, they do a yearly meetup. We can meetup. only dream of being them. Yeah, maybe someday. Um, they I was going to say real, Go real quick, jumping in, Kyle. Sorry. Um, I was going to say I wasn't into podcasts at all, and Johnny, one of our friends, told me to listen to it, and I was like, eh. But it's so well done, and it's very professionally done. Like we're like very like on the low totem pole, and they're like super high. Yeah. They've got um, NPH, you know. Neil Patrick Harris. He was not there. He was not there. But Kyle, go go for it. You've got the floor now. I'm so sorry. It it is all right. And if you two have questions, (laughs) feel free to jump in. Um, So yeah, every year they do what they call listener meetup, where um, it's kind of like, you know, if the if the enthusiast club, you know, Great Ohio Coaster Club, Ace, whatever, goes out and puts on an event where they sell tickets, it's kind of that. Um, so if you had a pass to get into Bush Gardens, your ticket was $30 that included, um, ERT, a meal, all that fun stuff. So there were over a hundred people at this meetup, which is the biggest for them ever. Uh, it was super cool. So we, we got to the park, uh, we were supposed to have ERT on Iron Gwazi at 9am. Um, Iron Gwazi opened at about 9.20 or 9.30. And the, um, we, we, we got assigned, not like a tour guide, but like, I would call him a group sales coordinator, someone who like, we were their group and they're taking care of us. Um, they came up to us and they said, I'm so sorry that the ride opened late. You're still going to get your hour, but here is a uh, quick queue, an unlimited quick queue. Good all day on any ride. Plus one ride on iron quasi. Um, so that was super. And they still gave you the whole hour. And then we, we still got the whole hour on quasi. Even after so the park opened at ten, I assume, and mm-hmm. you guys still had Glossy to yourself till like ten thirty or whatever. Yep, they held the park. They That's held so the awesome. regular crowd back a little bit. Um, That's so cool. That was super unnecessary, but very much appreciated. Not that it did much on a random Wednesday in November. We had the park to ourselves anyway, but still, just kind of that uh, show of good faith uh, sat really well with yeah. a lot of us. Um, and then after ERT, we were supposed to do the uh, ladder climb challenge where um, Cedar Point has one of these games where you go up and climb the ladder and you can hit the buzzer, you win a prize. So we were going to do a tournament amongst us of all trying to climb up and, and hit the button. Um, in typical Bush Gardens fashion, there was nobody there to work the game, so we could not do that. <laughs> um, instead, instead, we did one of the um, basketball games, like the three-point shot games. And we actually didn't know what prize we were playing for until that day. But um, Shikra was closed for maintenance. So it was a little bit of a bummer. And the winners of the uh, tournament got to do a lift walk on Shikra. That's so cool. So there were going to be seven winners. Um, That's awesome. Also, in typical... Did you win? I did not. Did you not Uh, tell us? Did you win? Did you sink a shot? I didn't. So you want? Oh, were you, you close? Did I, you hit rim? I was very close. You, you want to know oh. the funniest part about this is there were a hundred of us, 
So Mike and AB are thinking, okay, through 100 of them, at least seven have to make the shot, right? Like at least seven of them will sink it. Nope. We all went. We all took our first shots. Nobody made anything. So we're 100 shots in the (laughs) hole. We all do our second shots. Nope. Third shots. Nope. Fourth shots. uh, One person made us. Out of 400 shots, one person made a basket. And it was really funny. So enthusiasts are very unathletic. Well, now hold on a minute because – the uh, games attendant came over and they're like, hey, you guys are all trying to bank it in. You can't do that. These rims are oval. The game is rigged. You have to swish it in or else it's not going to go. <laughs> so okay. she she pretty much just flat out told us that the game is rigged. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably wasn't supposed to tell you guys that, but it's fine. Yeah, so um, Mike was too scared to go to the top. So there were eight slots. EB took one and then seven winners. <laughs> Um, so one person won and then there were six spots left. Um, so we just, uh, everyone got assigned a number and then to decide who went up, we just raffled it off, you know, like a random number generator. Um, yeah, I did not win, but I know people who are up there, they said it was really cool. So that's, that's super awesome that not going to lie. I would have been, if you were like, Oh yeah, I got to do it. I'm like, really? I bought raffle tickets. I spent lots of money on that coaster car. <laughs> Evan got it. Evan <laughs> spent like five dollars and got it. Was, yeah, somebody then, gave it to my girlfriend who gave it to me. Right, and then <laughs> and then Kyle, like you sink a shot or like you just randomly get selected and you get another. Yeah. If you get a coast, I'm like really. <laughs> I'm just gonna buy my thing right now for next year because I'm going on Bell Raven or I'm going on a <laughs> coaster and I'm you going gotta on. Get all, get the other- thing. You gotta get the other dive coaster. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that that was free to us was super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Props to Bush that's Gardens, cool. man. They took care of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, they kind of set us free, and we were free to do whatever we wanted until uh, lunchtime. And then lunchtime came around, and we had a catered lunch in the Iron Quasi Pavilion. It was like, you know, typical theme park food. You know, burgers, hot dogs, that kind of stuff, potato salad, mm-hmm. like bar- like cookout food. Um, yep, yep, yeah. It was really good. And then we did the uh, live recording of com, And let me tell you what, it was like a stand up comedy show. Um, there were tears in my eyes, and my sides hurt from laughing so much. When those two are oh. together in person, they are like stand up <laughs> comedians. It was so much fun. And we're going to hear that on their episode from, from Bush Gardens. Yeah. The- You'll hear all Eventually, our, yeah. yeah, and little plug for them too. If you really like hearing my voice and you can't get enough of it, I'm in that episode like six times because EB kept walking around and handing <laughs> us the microphone. <laughs> You're like the rundown on fun. I mean, <laughs> yes, you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, we did uh, drinks at the giraffe bar in that Serengeti Overlook. So that was pretty fun. And uh, yeah, then we we closed the night on some rides, but. It was a super cool group of people. I, I could not have asked for a better experience, especially going in not knowing anybody. Um, yeah. I kind of I kind of meshed really well with a group. Um, talked to a couple people. I actually gave someone a ride from Orlando to Tampa, and they told me that they were a uh, supervisor on a big blue roller coaster at Kings Island one year. Do it, you do it that way, will. Um, mm, so kind of yeah. small world, but that's cool. It was a, a super fun event. I'd recommend it to anybody. But sounds yeah. like uh, sounds like uh, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. We need to get together and possibly come up with something like that at Cedar Point or something. I mean, I've always thought of something like that, so it'd be kind of cool to yeah. maybe put one, one of those together sometime. Yeah, it, it was, was an hour of ERT. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, an hour in ERT of only we only invite a hundred. An hour in ERT, 
an hour of ERT on um, Steel Vengeance. There you go. Mm-hmm. God, right? I'd be broken after that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, fine, an hour of ERT on Wild Mouse. So I know yes. that uh, Jeez, Carl. I know that me, you, Justin, or the the us hosts and Justin, we have a group chat that I was blowing up all day. Um, and I said that after ERT, Iron Gwazi is my new number one. I still wholeheartedly agree with that. It is incredible. So, um, Evan, I know you went crazy about Pantheon, but you got to get down here and ride Iron Gwazi. Sounds like it. Sounds uh, like it. I need to ride it too, Kyle. Yeah, well, you, you would come as well, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm curious. I'm really curious. When you keep seeing, you're like, I don't know. And then you're like, no, it's definitely my number one. And we're like, what? Seems like the SeaWorld Parks coasters that were all supposed to open in 20 that ended up opening in 22 were all really out of this world rides. Yeah, they were. Even Icebreaker was pretty cool. Yeah. Good stuff. All Good right. Stuff. Um, so that's going to complete our um, show notes. However, there is one more thing that I wanted to mention. Um, being yes. as close of a community as the... Uh, and we, you know, us enthusiasts are specifically the Cedar Point regulars. Um, one of our own just went through a very complicated surgery. Uh, Dwayne, as you all know, um, he finally got his donor liver. Yes. So just uh, surgery went well and everything, but just keep him in your prayers for a speedy. But he's recovery. been waiting. He's been waiting for years for. At least I believe it has been years it, for something like this. It's, so it's been a while. It's been a while, and it it finally happened. So that's that's super cool. Uh, from everything I know, the surgery went great. But you know, it's it's yes. always scary when um, someone that you know we're so familiar with and is kind of part of our coaster family uh, goes through something like that. So just uh, keep him in your thoughts is all. Yep. Absolutely. For sure. All right. So that is going to close out this episode if i can find my exit music i was gonna say um just uh everybody have a good thanksgiving yes. yeah i cannot um, in, in a crazy black friday I, mean, I, I know a lot of people keep messaging us being like is cedar point or king's island gonna have the black friday and cyber monday sale on Fastlane? we don't know <laughs> <laughs> we are in the park all right everybody thank you for listening to this week's episode Uh, We will be back when the news permits. We don't know if it'll be next week or the week after. But regardless, we will be sure to keep you in the loop. And uh, yeah, have a great week. Have a happy Thanksgiving, all of our listeners, and you too, if I don't talk to you before then. Um, I know for me, I'm excited to just take some time off. So eat some food. Eat some food. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Favorite food. Stuffing. Favorite food. Stuffing for Kyle. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a great stuffing. That's my. Favorite. I'm gonna say um, gr- uh, green beans, ca- green bean casserole. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you guys ran out my music, but with that being said, be kind to your ride operators. We will see you on the midway, and have a great week, everybody. Good night. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs>